listening to the First Community Podcast, where we talk about life and faith with our First Baptist family. I'm April Adams. And I'm Caroline Roberts. And welcome back, Caroline. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a while, April. It has been a while. I think we got, we, we talked to Joey it's in between Peru and Montana we, I think for we you. talked to Joey right before I left for Peru. Oh, yeah. Yep. I released it after you yep. left, so it felt like you were here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... We'll have to we'll have to talk about some of your adventures. An episode for another day. Yes. So because today we're very excited to have Drew and Audra Edwards with us. Welcome, Drew and Welcome. Audra. Yes, thanks, thanks for having us. So yes, I hope. Yeah, you guys to be here. Yeah, thanks for squeezing us in. We know that you're busy. That you've got to go downstairs. Oh, and it's no problem. Friends. It's no problem. <laughs> thanks for inviting us. This is a a fun opportunity. So absolutely. Well, let's just start with um, getting a little background on you guys. How long have you been here at First Baptist? Well, we uh, moved to Columbia in 2013 uh, from Savannah. So um, when we moved here, uh, we uh, just by happen chance visited the church one Sunday. And um, when we... uh, when some members found out that we were visiting, they kept following yeah. up with us, and so we have some people in our church that are really great at doing that. Yeah, that's their really gift. <laughs> They're very gifted. And when he says half and chance, it, you know, it really was pretty neat. Now looking back, we totally see like the Lord's hand in that. Um, but we were actually looking to visit a different church on that Sunday morning, oh, but we wow. couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> we were brand new to Columbia, and we're driving around, and got turned around, and. Um, you know your gps never works when you want it to and we seriously drove past the church and we said you know what it's time for church they're starting now we're not going to find this other place that we were invited to let's go in and we sat in and we um listened to dr east preach and we said wow this place is really preaching the word that's awesome and i bumped into a lady in the bathroom who quickly grabbed my hand and made me come and fill out a um, visitor card. information card it got yeah, to the hands true. of miriam beecham she started she calling, kept calling us, us. Yeah. um and we said you know what <clears throat> we need community we don't know anyone here in columbia that's and true we don't have any family or anybody in the area so we knew no one so mm-hmm. uh we did we wanted to jump right in we're just super thankful. For yeah. That's no. awesome. And I'm sure, yeah. like, looking back over the years, now you can see how the Lord, like, led you, you know. Definitely. Here. I'm sure yeah. during, you know, during all of that, it was not as, you know, clear-cut. And, but. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's just becoming more and more clear, just like you said. So um, we we knew when we previously when we lived in savannah we kind of visited around at a lot of different churches and we never got plugged in and then it was time for us to move and we felt like we had missed out on a lot of opportunities Mm -hmm. really and so moving here we had a different attitude and we wanted to get plugged right in uh, wherever that was and um, just not lose any time so um, we started right away getting involved in different areas of the church and um like Audra was saying, trying to get plugged into a, a good community. So, Well, let that be a lesson for those of you listening that follow-up does work. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does. <laughs> persistence. Persistence is key. <laughs> is key. And a lot of you already are persistent. <laughs> okay, and so since you've gotten plugged in, you mentioned getting plugged in. Tell me some of the things that you've been doing since you've been here. Um, we've been involved in different, um, several different ministry 
avenues, I guess, since we first got here um, or first joined the church. Um, they've kind of changed as we've grown our family over mm-hmm. the past couple of years to, you know, what fits and what we feel like God's calling us to in a specific season. Mm-hmm. Um, we loved investing in student ministry mm-hmm. for several years. Um, Drew was in the middle school age and I did some of the high school girls and um, that was just just awesome to get to um, you know, be a part of that ministry where mm-hmm. um, I guess they're at such a crucial age to where they're um, just their faith is really becoming their own and it was awesome to get to kind of walk alongside them and over the past couple of years we've kind of gotten out of that and got more into children's ministry as our children are starting getting involved in children's ministry. Um, with yeah, it just became as, as we had more kids it became uh, difficult to match our schedule up with the student ministry schedule so um, we found ourselves struggling and not being able to fully commit to serving in that capacity so we found um, at least for this season that we're in now a a better fit serving in the children's ministry so and you have three yes three little boys (laughs) yes Samuel, yes. Nate, and Timothy. And what are their what are their ages at this point? <laughs> Samuel's four, Nate's two, and Timothy's seven months. That's, yeah. it's, it's wild <laughs> at our house. <laughs> it's wild. There's always somebody <laughs> jumping off of something or throwing something. <laughs> but it's fun. It's wild, but it's you know so what? fun. We know how blessed we are. Yes. So. You guys don't even look tired. That's what's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We, we put on a good facade here because... <laughs> We're feeling it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you know what? Like I was just saying, we really are blessed, and God gives us strength that we need for each day. So um, <laughs> we uh, we try to remind ourselves often that the days they feel very long, but the years are short. And so while our kids are this young, we just try and make the most of of it. So. All right, so a little bit you'll be down with mission friends. Um, Drew, I know we just saw you get ordained as a deacon. Yeah, that um, is uh, something that was an incredibly um, moving um, service to be a part of, for, to have all of the men in our church just come and lay their hands on me and, and pray over me. And um, it just it, it's so encouraging to see. And stepping into this role as a deacon has really... Um, it's been wonderful to get to see all the different um, ways that our church impacts the lives of our members from you know those people who just need help around their house to um, people who are sick in the hospital or you know have family members passing and um, how our church body ministers to all of those people um, it's really become more personal to me now so mm-hmm. um, getting to see those ways um, really makes our large church feel like more of a of a connected family so mm-hmm. and then um, I also know that you're both on the missions committee how'd you get involved in that <laughs> I'm glad you asked uh, <laughs> this is just something that we feel um, is God confirming that we're where we are supposed to be um, for a number of years, both of us have felt called. We've had a heart, a passion for missions, and but we don't know exactly what that looks like mm-hmm. um, 
long-term practically yeah. we know that we are, are called to share the gospel um, but we don't know where God wants us to be exactly and so over the years we've been praying that he would lead us to where he wants us to be and um, you know ending up on uh, the missions committee it's really um, provided us with uh, more of a vision uh, I guess wouldn't you say Audra that yeah for um, sure uh, to see the different ways that our church um, is involved in missions and how we can be a part of that, um, how we can join right in. Uh, it's really, really exciting for our family. So we're um, grateful for the opportunity that God has given to us to be on the missions committee, and we just look forward to um, the opportunities that will become available through that. Yeah, it's really um just awesome how the Lord's timing works. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had really been praying over the past several years, you know, Lord, where is it that you want us to be? Help us to have an open heart and help us to walk in obedience, mm-hmm. no matter what that looks like. And um, honestly, ab- about the time that um, Wes became pastor of our church was about the time that we were saying, okay, Lord, please you know, move ourselves out of the way and make our answer truly be here I am, send me. And you know, what is that first sermon series that started out on mission? Um, And so we said, wow, we got to go sit down with him and just tell him like, what God is using you in a big way in our life. And um, you you know, you're confirming um, what we feel like God's already already working on. Um, And I think just seeing the this group of people in the missions committee who all have a heart to see unreached people groups um, hear the gospel and Mm -hmm. to really bring about the Great Commission um, and just see the kingdom of God furthered in that way. Um, However, we can jump jump in in what God's already doing. God's already at work. He doesn't need us, but he chooses to use us because he loves us, you know, and um, just being able to jump in um, and say yes God whatever it is that you want for us then that's what that's what we want so if you're listening to this pray for us <laughs> as we seek God um, and what our next steps are for our family but it's, yeah. it's amazing to me how how the Lord has I don't want to say like brought people out of the woodworks but it's like the desire to see unreached people you know declare Christ as Lord has always been there, but seeing how more and more people have had that vision and shared that vision and how that shared vision has enabled those conversations and those people to come forward and say, you know, I'm here, I'm willing to go. Where, where do you want me to go? Where can we go? And, um, it's, it's been amazing to see that in our church and just Mm -hmm. to see like that exponential, um, manifestation of the desire that's always been there. Um, and you know that will always be there because that's you know what God commands of all of His children. Um, but it's cool to see how you know y'all came and the way you came into our church, and then your willingness to just invest wherever is kind of a reflection of of that as well. Um, so that's I don't know. I just think that's so neat how if we're just willing, like He'll He'll use us. He'll use us here. He'll use us overseas. He'll use us 
or the unreached are. We just have to say, yes, Lord, here I am, send me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not always easy. I mean, we um, knew we wanted to jump in, and, but like I was saying, we've been praying for a number of years to for God to give us that guidance on where he wants us to be. And um, at the same time, we, we didn't just want to sit and say, wait for you know some mm-hmm. kind of magic scroll or some handwriting <laughs> on the wall or something um so we do want to be obedient to god and, and what he's calling us to but we um i guess what i'm trying to say is in in hindsight seeing as we have um sort of stepped into opportunities that have become available to us god has um just confirmed and and blessed us where we are um he's so faithful yeah Yeah. he's so good and so what blows me away is how you know he is actively working all over the globe Mm -hmm. in these big ways to bring the gospel but he's also so intimately involved in Mm -hmm. each of our lives you know, I often have the thought run across my man, Lord, how can I not be the only one that you're, <laughs> you're directing and guiding yeah. and, you know, being so involved in my life? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just beautiful how he does that for all of his children, you know. Yeah, well, on that note, did did you both grow up in Christian homes or how did how did you come to know, know Christ? Sure, yeah. Um, we were uh, very fortunate. I'll, I'll, let, I'll just speak for herself. But um, I, I did grow up in church. I had a family who um, always took me to church pretty much if the doors were open. So I know one of the biggest things that impacted me as a child initially was um, just going through our Awana program at our small Baptist church in, <laughs> in Savannah that we went to. So um, I um, am very grateful looking back that... Um, my parents kept me in, in church and for the foundation that that formed for me. So um, it certainly wasn't until later that my faith became more personal um, and as some of the tough questions were, were answered. And um, But I'm grateful to have grown up in a Christian home like that. Yeah, same, same for me. Um, I grew up in a really tiny, small country town in northeast Georgia, Royston, Georgia. <laughs> um, it's the home of Ty Cobb. That's about its only claim to fame. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Ty Cobb's a baseball player. Yeah. Okay. Oh, in our, in our small <laughs> town. of like Thai food and corn on the cob no. fusion. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> in our small towns, we normally have at least one baseball player. Okay. That's, That's right. I That's can't right. remember. I want to hear more about how she came to Camden when it's Camden. Camden. Yes. Yeah, the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the part of the small town thing. Yeah. Um, but I grew up in a little small mm-hmm. country church, um, Royston Baptist Church, and it was there at Vacation Bible School where I met the Lord, and it was very real, and I remember it very vividly. Um, you know, knowing that Christ had um, paid paid everything for me, and um, just was baptized at that church and um we got married there um (laughs) it was a very special place when I was you know of course in middle school high school that's about the time when my faith was becoming more real and um just very special it was small it was very close-knit and um just very thankful for the spiritual growth and all the people that invested in me um, my family and Mm -hmm. all the people from the church that invested in me my whole life growing up at that same place so 
And now moving forward, what are some of the most exciting things that you see God doing, either in your own personal lives or in the church or both? Yeah, that's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you like, kind of already touched on yeah. it, too. It, well, you know, one thing that we haven't talked about yet is our Sunday school class that we're involved in. Um, we're members in the Growing in Faith class, and uh, we ourselves have recently been through a transition as Wes has moved um, to <laughs> our senior pastor because Wes used to be our Sunday school teacher. Mm-hmm. So. Um, <laughs> We quickly realized just how much he and Rachel did for our class um, when they. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, they were they were great leaders They're for our amazing. class. But now all of us have really had to step up into you know into those roles. And so Audra and I have um, taken on uh, a kind of leadership, I guess, or responsibility for coordinating and planning um, outreach mission opportunities just for our class. So uh, that's exciting and fun to see different ways. Um, that we can be involved in, our, you know, just in our community. So, yeah, and I think looking for the for to the future, um, a big part of that right now is like our children raising our children. Yeah, it it is hard. Like we were talking about earlier, uh, but it's we know how blessed we are, and we're so thankful um, to have you know three um, healthy little children and we feel like you know God gives us those children as a blessing and a heritage and um, a huge part of what we're doing right now and investing is into them Um, you know God places these children in your home and you know sometimes it's hard to have this mindset but he gives us the grace to have the mindset of these are yours that you have given to us to raise for now but ultimately they are yours Lord and um for me as a mother, um, learning that and learning how to um, submit to Christ in in motherhood mm-hmm. is an ongoing um, learning process. And um, just viewing them as blessings that he's given to us and as um, arrows that will <laughs> ultimately be shot out into the world um, to reach people for the kingdom of God and to share the gospel. We, that's our ultimate prayer for our kids is yeah. that they um, do fall in love with Christ and that they do um, live their life for him and that they do help bring about the Great Commission. Um, <laughs> it looks a little different when they're four, two, right. and seven months. It's a, it's a lot of meeting needs right now, but I've learned so much in um about how God meets my needs mm-hmm. through um, and how d- deeply He loves me through um, the process of loving our children. Um, you kind of get a, a very small glimpse of the huge, huge love that God has for us. And it's exciting, it's fun, you know, it's like crazy. They're all wild, <laughs> running around <laughs> all the time. <laughs> There's always noise going on, but you know, God's given us three little disciples that are yeah. under our roof that we, yeah. you know, will get yeah. to have so much influence on. And um, they're a load of fun. So yeah. <laughs> And the Lord can use the little ones, you know. It's, it's definitely just how, how he works through them too. Yes. Yes. He so. definitely has taught us um, oh yeah, so much. Yeah, that, them. <laughs> just how you say that it reminds me of a, a very um, 
neat story. I, I, I think it's just etched into my mind. I'll have a hard time forgetting it. But when we, when Samuel was our oldest son, when he was just, um, what, maybe two years old or so, when he was very young, um, we were um, teaching him about Operation Christmas Child and how we would fill up a shoebox to send gifts, um, you know, to some other kids who would not be getting um really anything else and so uh, we were trying to get him to choose some ideas of things to to fill up the shoebox with and uh, he right away went and got his favorite toy that he had and he wanted to give his favorite thing that he played with the most away uh, so that someone else could play with it and that just really struck me so bad because uh, I feel like that's the attitude that we ought to have is we, we should be giving away not what yeah. our leftovers are. You know, we should be giving away our best. That would convict um, you hard. So <laughs> God really so. does. definitely had tears in our yeah. eyes. And God definitely used that to convict us. He, he uses our children to, to really help us to grow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And it too, like, I think about it just in the sense of life on mission, the way that that childlike type faith that God uses and and being from being a believer for so many years it's like you know I lived with a girl who was a new believer and to see her passion for wanting to tell others about this God that had saved her was I mean it was just it was something that I I wanted a rekindling of you know mm-hmm. and to see that in a you know in a two-year-old to see that desire to give your favorite to give your best to give all that you've been given mm-hmm. um Golly, I just would love to see that same fire in every single person in our church that is a believer um, because we've all had that and we still have that. And, and the Lord, um, I mean, the Lord has put his spirit in us and he's given us that power and he's given us that desire and that love. Yeah. Um, but just to see, oh my gosh, I just, I love that story. Don't be fooled. It's not always right. like that. Right, sure. <laughs> there are plenty of um, sibling squabbles oh, and yeah. difficulty sharing. Out the good stuff. <laughs> right, exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> so how is how is having three boys and being parents kind of influenced your like I guess your learning how to be missionaries and to be like you know have, live life on mission here in Columbia um, and developing that passion and desire to go. I mean, what what does that look like for your family? Yeah, um, you know, we've, honestly, we have had a, a passion and, and a calling, we feel, um, to uh, serve as missionaries um, before we even had children. So so this is something that God has been working on us for a long time. Um, now that we do have children, um, you know, we don't see that changing a lot other than, we, you know, we have to... <laughs> you know consider their needs and and they'll tag along um but uh really it has like audra was saying um god has given us some um little disciples right in our home that we get to uh, teach and help them learn the gospel and so um we have a very you know high honor to to be able to do that and um hopefully God will continue to um, work in their hearts and help us to grow. I think there are um, fears that have kind of bubbled up in my mother heart (laughs) Um, when as we pray and we see you know what maybe 
if God is calling us to move somewhere, not here, long term, which is kind of what we're thinking at this point. Um, we don't know when or how or the avenue or any of those questions, but God's really been um, wrestling in my heart with me about that, about um you know, you have all those concerns of like their safety and their schooling and their um, emotional needs and how is this going to impact them taking them from, they have a very comfortable, happy little life, you know, <laughs> where we can hop in the car and go drive a couple hours and see family and um, cousins and church is fun and life is pretty easy for the, <laughs> for the three of them, I would say right now, um, easy and fun. And a lot of that would change if God takes us. Um, somewhere else, um, not here, and new culture and um, language and just mm-hmm. all of that is good, would be hard on them. And you know, you can be hard on us, obviously, in in different ways. Yeah. Um, but I think I've had it surprised me the fears that have come up mm-hmm. over my children, mm-hmm. um, and that's something that God is teaching me to trust him with and to lay it at his feet and to know that he's bigger than all of that because ultimately they are his these children are his and um you know we just pray that like i said they become um avenues also of i guess what i'm trying to say is that they will also one day want to take the gospel to the nations Mm -hmm. um yeah. And the enemy is going to mm-hmm. work to absolutely you know, <laughs> to hinder all of that, mm-hmm. of course. And so it's it's interesting, like, you know, it's starting now and just those fears that are going through your mind. And those are natural fears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I know many people have struggled with. And, um, yeah. Well, and, and they'll learn the language faster than you will. They, so. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about that. They'll be teaching you. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> Well, as we wrap up, um, first of all, I mean, thank you for coming and talking with us and also for just setting that example, the fact that you were here, you were involved in this church family and that your kids are part of that equation because that's really what it's about. It's about the whole family being involved and, um, and they're seeing that through your example and through the example of others in the church that they get to interact with. And uh, so what kind of encouragement would you have for anybody who's maybe in your stage of life with a bunch of little ones and thinking, <laughs> I just would rather sleep than <laughs> show up to church or that I don't have time to get involved in anything? What what would you say to those folks or even people that are brand new like you were yeah. trying to get involved? I would say go to the Lord and just ask him, where is it that you want me to invest and where is it that you want me to be involved it's clear in his word that he wants us to serve (laughs) um but also i think it's very important to um ask him where you know because it needs to be for his glory um you know all of it's in vain if it's not for him and we're doing it but i'm just so thankful for the way that we have been um that poured into and discipled since we um, first became a part of this church family and part of that you know the the friendships that we made the mentors that have um, we've connected with over the past several years since being here have come through different avenues where we've been serving 
you know, as we've made some, um, met some extremely um, encouraging and um, really wise, helpful, loving mentors along the way since we've been here, and we're just really thankful for them. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, just to add to that a, a little bit, you know, like we said earlier, we don't have any family in the, you know, in the Columbia area, so, um, but we have found a family here um, that they have, as Audra was saying, invested and poured um, their time and wisdom into our children and into us, mm-hmm. and, you know, in times that we have been in need when we've needed help, um, they have this church family has wrapped uh, their arms around us and encouraged us and you know supported us um, through those times Um, so I would I would just say um, don't hesitate to um, step out and you know get involved it may be uncomfortable at first but um, but at least our experience is that we've been uh, extremely blessed uh, to be a part of this family Well, thanks so much, and thank you everyone for listening. This has been the First Community Podcast, and we will talk to you next time.